So the question for today is, are you ready? We're going to talk about commercial readiness with Vince Narbutt, and we're going to do it right now. This is Insight at Biologics. Hi, Vince. I appreciate you coming by and doing this with us. So first, tell everybody a little bit about you and your background. Well, I'm a consultant with Biologics Consulting and have been with the company now for for 12 years. Prior to that, I was in the biopharmaceutical industry, uh, working for a company called Biogen, both in the Boston area and in Research Triangle Park, North Carolina. My expertise is primarily in all areas of, of operations, process development, clinical and commercial manufacturing, validation, quality assurance, computer systems. As an overview, I would say that's that, that covers it. Okay. All right. So we're talking about commercial readiness today. So let's get right down to the nub of it. What is commercial readiness and is commercial readiness only related to regulatory compliance? Okay. Well, in the context of our discussion today, James, commercial readiness is intended to mean a state of full preparedness for a pre-approval inspection and for reliable, consistent, continuous, ongoing commercial manufacturing of drug substance and drug products. All right. So now, what areas are important for commercial readiness? Okay. Well, the way I like to think about these areas of highest importance is pretty much based on the the six main quality systems. We have facility, materials, production, laboratory controls, uh, the overall quality management system, and the labeling system. And these are the six areas that, that typically FDA dives into when they come in and, and inspect facilities. What, as it relates to facility preparedness, mm-hmm. uh, this involves sort of all aspects around building and, and production area access controls, the utility areas, the utilities used in the manufacturing, all the clean rooms and facilities used for manufacturing, uh, the equipment used in manufacturing and testing, the maintenance program that is in place to support all the equipment and utilities, calibration program, the validation program, and then all the computerized systems that are used to support the manufacturing, testing, and, and quality assurance of, of all the products. Uh, on the materials side of things, we have raw materials, starting materials, the purchasing procedures that are in place at the company, the receiving procedures, the sampling procedures, testing procedures, the way the materials are released by quality assurance, the storage and traceability of all the raw materials in the facility, the the warehousing of those materials, and also the warehousing of the products that are made. On the production side, we have the flows of the process through the manufacturing areas. We have the gowning and and controls used for personnel that are uh, performing the manufacturing. We have the the cleaning of the facilities. We have all the documentation that's used to document the uh, manufacturing. And we have all the personnel requirements, uh, training and and, uh, qualifications, etc. 
uh, on the laboratory control side of things, we have the actual laboratories themselves and their readiness, the, the testing instruments, the, the analysts that work in the laboratories and their qualifications and training, all the reagents used for testing, the reference standards used, the data integrity program to ensure all the data coming out of the laboratory can be relied upon and is robust and, and, and well protected. And then we have all the test methods that are used to test the, the, the products and the materials and the validation of all of those test methods. On the quality management system side of things, we have all the procedures and activities around the deviation, kappa, and investigation areas performed within the company. We have the change control program. We have the audit program, supplier quality program, training program, and tracking systems. We have the documentation program and how documents are, are, are archived and, and maintained over the long run. And then we have the management review program. And then finally, on the, on the labeling side of things, we have the, the various labeling procedures, the controls for labels, and traceability for all labels. So that kind of gives you a snapshot of, of the main areas of importance for, for commercial readiness. Okay, and that is quite a bit. So when should you start preparing, and how much time does it take to be ready? And tell them what kind of resources do you need to be ready? Okay, well, in my experience, the earlier you start, the better, because it does require quite a bit of preparation, especially if you have not been down this road before. Many times, uh, the companies that we deal with at Biologics Consultant have not manufactured commercial products before. This is kind of their first, uh, first try at it, so you certainly want to make sure that you're prepared, and I, I would generally advise starting preparation six to 12 months in advance, probably closer to 12 months for, for companies that have very limited to no experience. And this actually takes quite a bit of time commitment on the part of personnel within the organization. In general, I would say all staff that are involved in GMP operations will at least require some level of training on how to deal with uh, inspectors mm-hmm. that would be in the facility that they may encounter in their in in their work during the inspection how to respond to questions side of things the management supervisory personnel will 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 need to be involved in the assessments of their areas to determine where there may be some areas of improvement needed and then on an ongoing basis until all all uh, improvements have been made, they'll, they'll need to be involved in those improvements and, and involved in the, in the project management associated with making sure that all comes together in, a, in an organized and timely manner to be ready for, for the inspection when that, when that occurs. All right. Now, what are the key steps to commercial readiness? Okay. Well, as I alluded to just pre- a little bit previously, mm-hmm. each functional area is going to need to do an assessment of their uh, of all their areas of responsibility. So, what I mean there is is, uh, for instance, we're talking about 
the facility is a maintenance organization, they would need to assess all their procedures and practices and determine what is the state of readiness, if you will, or, or maturity of the various programs within their areas of responsibility. So that would include, you know, are all the procedures in place? Is the, is the facility that, that we work out of, does it present itself well? Are all the, the items organized? Are, are the appropriate procedures in place? Are all the appropriate documentation systems in place? Are we up to date with all of our maintenance work orders? Do we have procedures for doing the various work orders? Do we have documentation for all the contractors that we may use to do maintenance? Have we done walkthroughs on a, on, uh, on a regular basis to ensure everything is well organized and, and, uh, and presents itself well? And in many cases, it's good to get sort of an outside perspective. So many times the quality assurance organization will be involved to to kind of help with identifying areas improvement of improvement and then kind of acting as inspectors or auditors if you will in the preparation and in, in the identification of areas for improvement and then ultimately the remediation activities as well as you know the, a final determination okay that yes this this area appears to be ready, we can check the box and say, we're, we're ready here. Okay. Now, what are the risks? What are you taking a chance on if you aren't prepared adequately? Well, James, the main risk is that you risk the timely approval of your license application. So kind instance, of important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If the, if the facility is not ready or, or, one or more of the areas are not ready and you go through the inspection process and the inspection does not prove successful, it's quite possible that you could receive a complete response letter for your application and in which case the product is not approved due to problematic areas at the manufacturing facility and those items will need to be remediated and or fixed, whatever have you, before probably another inspection and, and then approval subsequent to, to successful and acceptable reinspection. So the, the main risk is that your product approval is, is delayed. On the others, you know, a, a secondary risk, which mm -hmm. is not inconsequential over the long run, is that you've created a, a, a poor first impression with FDA and, and that doesn't set you up well for the future. Ultimately, FDA is going to be visiting a commercial manufacturer, usually on a biannual basis, and, and they determine how often they need to inspect facilities and whether they need to go every two years or not, a lot based on what they see when they visit the facility. So if you've given a poor impression on your first time out, that doesn't set you up for success going forward. So it's an important aspect to, to consider is, is you really want to put your best foot forward, especially in a pre-approval inspection and, and, and have a successful outcome. I would think that wanting the regulatory agency to, you know, like you would be a, a good thing to do. 
you know, not this is kind of this is outside of my area of expertise, but I I just have a feeling that having them not be annoyed is helpful. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So now what can we, Biologics Consulting, help companies do to prepare to be commercially ready? Okay. Well, James, BC or Biologics Consulting has been involved with a number of companies over the years in the time that I've been with the company, where we help companies uh, in their overall commercial readiness preparations. And that can involve one or more consultants helping in a specific area. It can involve us coming in and doing an overall gap assessment or, or a mock inspection. Sometimes multiple people for a week where we kind of do a deep dive in all areas to try to identify as many areas of improvement as possible. And so we can, we can you know, be involved on that side of things. We can also be involved in in coming up with solutions and, and recommendations for improvement. And then uh, we can also be part of the actual improvement plans where we help with uh, remediation activities, writing SOPs, uh, whatever the case may be. We have consultants with, with the expertise in, in all the general areas of GMP and facility preparedness. So on the facilities and engineering side and the production side, on the quality control and laboratory control side, on the quality assurance and quality system side. So we have, we have folks that can help with all those things and we can help in a holistic way, sort of uh, in all aspects, or we can kind of help in very specific areas where a company may know that they need some help. All right, Vince. And if people have more questions, they can feel free to contact you, yes? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so we do this quite regularly. I'd say it's it's one of our more frequent repeat type activities that we do with with clients over the years as they as they gear up and prepare for pre-approval inspections. We've done these with relatively large companies. We've done it with contract manufacturing companies. You know, we'll call it traditional biotech type protein and monoclonal antibody manufacturers. And then, you know, most recently we're helping companies with, with portfolios in, in cell and gene therapy areas as well. So we've helped all those folks. Well, cool. And thank you, Vince, for coming in, talking to us about this. And folks, if you'd like more information, you can just email Vince or any of us here at insight at biologicsconsulting.com. We'll route it to whoever you need to talk to. That's insight at biologicsconsulting.com. Also, we'd love it if you'd like, subscribe to, rate, and review our show. The executive producer of Insight at Biologics is Chris Crahansel. This episode was produced and edited by me, James C. Taylor. The technical supervisor is Jeff Weiss. The Insight at Biologics theme is by Tom Rory Parsons. I am James C. Taylor, and thank you for joining us, and please come back for more Insight at Biologics. Mm-hmm.